0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off. So on today's episode, it's me and my mom talking about having a psychic line in our family. Now, like I say, when I talk psychic, I'm not talking about like no Sylvia Brown, Teresa Caputo, where we can walk up to people and be like, yo, Uncle Jethro, he has a message for you. We ain't that tight. I grew up with a psychic line in my family going back many generations. I asked you guys if you wanted me to do an episode where I talk to my mom and hear her perspective of growing up psychic. So today we're gonna get my mom's perspective of growing up psychic, how she discovered she was psychic, how she realized I was psychic, my grandmother, and just some chaotic situations that have befalled us in the past. Befalled, is that a word? It is today. So yeah, I always do these disclaimers. If you don't believe in psychics, that's not my business. I don't give a fuck what you don't believe in. What you believe in, if it brings you peace, I'm happy for you, Um, but I still believe in what I believe in and I don't give a fuck about the rest, respectfully. So with that being said, if you guys wanna hear me and my mom have this chaotic discussion, where we just talk about psychic shit, spirituality. And, you know, me and my mom, we're the fun mother and son. We be talking shit back and forth to each other. So get ready. My mom doesn't really like social media. So this was a miracle. I set my phone down and we just started talking. So here y'all go. I had to cut down a lot. And also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and comment by leaving a review because I will be doing Halloween content on here too. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bishop Mortimer's Day Off, where every day is a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. So today, if y'all watch my TikTok, follow me on TikTok at Bishop Mortimer. If you guys follow my TikTok, I did a story time about one of my many childhood incidents with the supernatural, just the unknown world. And me being black, you know, I'm not a Christian, but my mom is. What would you? Well... Surprise y'all, my mom's here. Ma, Mom, would you classify yourself as a Christian or spiritual? Mm, a
1: little bit of both, I
0: believe. No, I'm just keeping it real. I think,
1: you know, I have one way of thinking about the spiritual, then I have another way of thinking about, you know, though I've always, I was raised to believe in God, you know, there's a lot of times where I just want to venture. And, you know, I don't know what you would call it. Inquisitive?
0: And I guess I'll take that word. Girl.
1: like I had said, um...
0: Oh, y'all, this is my mother, Renee, Uh, for those of y'all who don't know. She's been on my podcast before, but I deleted all those old episodes because I wanted a fresh, like, rebrand. So, yeah, it's October. It's my mom's birthday month. We're Mm -hmm. just going to be talking about being black, psychic, spiritual, and just open for discussion and hearing her path of how she became to know that she was psychic growing up in the 70s. She ain't that technology savvy. So forgive her if she's a little bit new and fresh to this and green behind the ears never said i was an expert we can see so with that being said Ma, when did you realize you were first psychic what age
1: see realizing knowing and feeling are like totally three different things realizing i really didn't i wasn't really on the level of realizing so much as i was scared right because
0: and this was in the 70s About mid to late 70s. What
1: age? I want to say I probably was like 13. I was in junior high, I remember that. Because I had got off of school. Excuse me, I was coming home from school. Got home. Um, my, uh, My mother was in the kitchen cooking. I was at the table finishing up some homework. And all of a sudden I just stopped. And I started seeing all these things, and I knew I wasn't asleep. I was wide awake. This was something like 4 o'clock. Okay, so I knew I was wide awake.
0: Trying to finish your homework to go out and play.
1: Hell yeah, because all the other sisters and them, everybody, after they got off of school, their homework was done in school. Mine, you know, I was in study hall. Yeah, I <laughs> that, but like I said, I was the only one inside the house. that couldn't go outside, and then my friends kept coming, knocking on the doors. Renee here and Mom were telling me that she'll be out as soon as she's through with her homework so they probably knew they probably wouldn't see me tomorrow cuz it would like take me so long to do it. And I remember I just stopped and I was seeing all of this, these things right in
0: front. Well, first of all, what did you see?
1: My grandmother you know, she was in a wheelchair at the time. My grandfather would always cook downstairs in the basement because it was set up. It was designed with a kitchen in the basement, and he'd bring the food upstairs. Those are them old school houses. Oh, no, it was like a three-story home. They don't it? make them like that oh, anymore. On, and it was like an old Victorian home. She was in the doorway at the foot of the stairs of the basement, and she said, Horse!
0: <laughs> Girl, you... <laughs> and...
1: And he didn't answer, and I could close my eyes and I could literally just see her falling.
0: And y'all, she says Horace because yeah, Horace that's is the, her husband's name, and that's my great grandfather's name, Horace Montgomery.
1: All oh, right, Horace Curtis. Thank you much. Everybody. Well, they don't but, need everything. <laughs> but anyway, like I had said, and I remember her wheelchair when she fell on the stairs—a wheelchair landing right on top of her—and I remember telling Mama that. I told your grandma this, and I remembered a phone ringing half hour later, and it was Jackie, your auntie,
0: her I oldest called, sister, ma-
1: called to tell Mama that they had rushed Grandma to the hospital because she had fell down the stairs in her wheelchair, and the wheelchair landed on top of her. And Mama, after talking with Jackie, Mama hung up the phone, slowly turned around, and looked at me. She said, "Renee." Remember what you told me? I said, oh, yeah, falling down. The st-. She said, that was your sister. Your sister just called to confirm what I had. Oh, my God. I Oh, Lord. I remember I got chills, but I don't remember crying.
0: But did you guys already know before then that granny was psychic?
1: Well, we knew about, we knew mama was psychic, but when it came, uh, a lot of us know, we kind of like had to find out for ourselves in certain situations. How did she talk to you about it? But she said, "You know what, Renee? I think you might have the gift." And that's when I found out what Mama said. It. Oh, and they didn't
0: call it psychic back then; they just called it a gift. A uh, gift,
1: because yeah. you know, black
0: people be superstitious about all that hoopla <laughs> and stuff. And
1: I, no, I told Mama, I didn't, I, don't, I didn't get, get gifts. She said, I need to tell you something, and that's when she told me that a psychic line ran in our family, you know, with her grandmother, her great-grandma, and so on and so on and so on, and it was a psychic line. And I'm like, okay. Like I said, but if I'm going to see things, I don't want it. She said, well, you know, it's not a choice. Right. And, like, I told her, thanks a lot, Mama.
0: Heavy of the head that wears the crown, they say.
1: Yeah, well,
0: you know. <laughs> Yeah, like, I could take it uh, or leave it sometimes. You know, for sure, but, yeah, that's about it. How would Granny's gifts, like, manifest where you guys knew, oh, she wasn't your ordinary mom?
1: See, one thing about Mama, there was nothing you could hide from Mama, regardless of what it was. It was, like, beyond a mother's intuition. Because Mama knew everything. When you, if you messed up. Did something wrong in school, and you try to keep it from her. Don't think you're because we always thought we could get away with it if we didn't tell her. Right. Well, now come on. She already knew no sooner than you got in the house, and you know you put your book back down. Asked her how was her day. She says mine was fine, but let me ask you some how was your day, and that's when you knew because you got this sickening
0: feeling. Do she would start telling you guys what you did?
1: Yeah, from point A to point B. Because I knew you had an argument with this person, and then the teacher had to call the principal, and you cursed the principal out, and yada yada. That's Marianne, Your name. other sister, your yeah, Alfred, thank but Yeah, Marianne, but that, yeah, pretty much that's how that went, though.
0: So, how do you know that uh, they wasn't calling Granny?
1: Well, oh, you never know, but I don't know. It's just, you could tell. It was like when she looked
0: at you. It's like she was peering into your soul. From what you tell me, your dad used mm-hmm. to be scared of Granny, huh?
1: Well, he, I remember Mama telling us many years ago that he had made a comment to her. When Daddy and Uncle Dolly, Mama told us, had went, I guess, took a train to Chicago, they were gone for the whole weekend. When he came back, it was on a Sunday around 9-something. Mama said she told him everything he did from the time he left Kenosha to the time he got to Chicago. And he said, oh, that's all it is. You're, you're nothing but a witch. <laughs> and Mama said he called her a witch. You're just a witch.
0: Your daddy was something else from what we hear.
1: Well, I really wouldn't know. But
0: I'd anyway, so let's fast forward. You have me. It's the 90s. What when did it? you start realizing that, oh, he, not, I don't want to say he may have been touched, but, um, not touched. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> bad. Like, well, bad. <laughs> that is a oh, bad wording. He may have the gift as in granny's term
1: Because, see, with you, it was hard, but I noticed when mom started, like, getting sick, when your granny would get sick, you would always call it. Right. You would always well, I think we should take grandma to the hospital because this editor, and we're like, yeah, yeah, And it
0: would be like days before and she would be fine in those days leading up to it, but it was like something within me, like a sixth sense where it's yeah, like.
1: That's, right, exactly, and it was like you would, uh, and Maryam would, Brandon said, or Tony would say, that's what Brandon, and, and that's scary, it gives you chills right. as a parent. You're like, and you're like, uh-huh, you watch him, start watching him. And then I'm like, oh, hell no. I think this boy got the gift. <laughs> I'm like, hell yeah. He's always a drama
0: queen, but damn. This
1: boy got the gift.
0: You're like, Lord, he got the gift, and he's trying to walk around in his auntie stiletto. <laughs>
1: and then they're like, how you bust your mouth. Who was that, Marianne? Her yeah.
0: red oh, stiletto. You just couldn't stay out of them. I couldn't, Ma. I was upset. You couldn't
1: keep your mm-mm out of them, but no, you had to get him out Fell and bust your leg wide open.
0: Hit the corner of the end table. Ooh, what a.
1: You know, that's the one place you don't. I want to hit
0: your mouth. Girl, my it's mouth ain't porn. ever
1: been the same. You on some wood too All oh. You know, legend says that's how I got this gap in my
0: mouth. <laughs> you know, legend says he's lying. Let's do a sidetrack. So me being gay, like, uh, you remember when you first brought me home, my mom would tell me stories how granny would buy me, like, pink and, like, flowery oh, shirts yes, and, uh, uh, lace shirts. Off. And get your colors, like, yellow and...
1: Pink mama, what are you
0: doing? And this is in the 90s, before everybody was so open with gender expression.
1: Right, and then his grandma would say, oh, it's okay. He gonna be in the house wearing them. Mama, he's still wearing them. Do you not understand what I, where I'm going?
0: My grandma had like over probably 17 grandchildren at that time. No, and the boys no. that she would buy stuff for, she would never buy them girly stuff. I was the only grandson that she would buy like little girly like stuff for and she would always be like oh let him express himself." and remember my grandmother was psychic so like me and my mom came to the conclusion is like deep down i bet you granny gift allowed her to see where i was gay Mm. and she probably knew because they always say elders usually know before the kid knows Mm. because you could just tell with some of their behaviors and what they do and stuff like that but i feel like when granny came home and she would be bringing me um girly clothes she knew I was gonna Ooh, be gay. She ring. knew he was gonna be a butch queen. Bibs.
1: When we when she would shop for Bibs and they would always be pink, Mama, come on, there's the purple would be nice.
0: Okay. Gender neutral.
1: Hell, but didn't she get colors like I said, like yellow? And oh, Lord Jesus, I remember
0: that one picture of me to have a shirt that looked like it belongs to a middle aged woman. (laughs) (laughs) It had had flowers on, and then it had lace around the collar. I said, What in the world? Girl, looked like I was about to watch an episode of General (laughs) 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 Hospital smoking cigarettes on a couch. (laughs) (laughs) You know, you a damn fool. Like, I should be like, Granny, girl, I'm like a couple
1: months. (laughs) Like, what's going on? Or let you wear brown paper bags or plastic bags on your head.
0: Oh, yeah, because I wanted hair oh, so bad. I and I wanted yeah. there would be the food for less bags. You're right. And I would make them in like, hula skirts. I, yeah,
1: Mama would do that damn shit. I told her that shit pissed me off, but she didn't care.
0: She was like, he's expressing Mama. herself.
1: <laughs> and that's exactly what she would call it.
0: What do you think about me being gay now, Mom? Uh,
1: what, what do you mean,
0: what do I think about it? There
1: ain't nothing to think about it. You are what you are. You ain't got to ask me my opinion as what...
0: You think of it Okay look at you I mean, Growing with the times
1: Ain't nobody Growing with the times I'm
0: just keeping it real That's how we grew up You know
1: granny You know how your granny was We told you the story
0: Our granny was always Just openly friends With anybody If you treat her good She treats you good Yeah cause we To end this out, I recently told my TikTok audience about the incident of me when I was on my bike and I seen a oh, future version of myself. When
1: we had, it was like we had just moved in.
0: Yeah, know? and when I was telling them how the neighborhood was like desolate, it was like an old people oh, neighborhood, it no like, kids, I know, it eerily silence, like something out of goosebumps. Yeah,
1: like 20-something years ago, it was, it was so, even when the bus would pull up and drop you off, it was weird because it's so...
0: It was, like, so deserted.
1: Yeah, seriously. And crazy. we were
0: the only black ones on the block.
1: It so, sure uh, was. Because it was just so
0: quiet. Eerily quiet. It was. And you got me, you guys got me a bike for my birthday that Trisola year. Tracell
1: and Marion, I think, yep. got that bike. Yes, they
0: did. They got that bike, uh, my favorite cousin no, Tracell, oh, and, and my favorite auntie. On her tricycle. Walk. I'd be like, girl, let her stay in the house. <laughs> And y'all be like, go outside with your little cousin.
1: Oh, she was. What were brand. That's the love of God. Y'all was always made me. Take her with me. Love you,
0: Dominique. Dominique so the, is So then um, I would just go outside. And since I was the only kid in the neighborhood, and when I mean the only kid in the neighborhood, I'm not being dramatic. The only entire kid. It, it was
1: weird because there were no kids when we first moved in.
0: Exactly. It or niggas. Weird. And so then I was riding to my bike one of the days. And I think it was like probably late summer, early fall. You no, know, it was a school. It was after school. Okay, yeah. I remember that. It
1: was after school.
0: And I was riding it around the block. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I came to the corner because our house is on a corner. I looked down the street. Mm-hmm. I got like tunnel vision. You know, like when you're about to feel like you're about to pass out mm-hmm. and your vision gets oh, smaller. you have been there, done that. Damn. Girl, you ain't never passed out. No, you don't you're so know. dramatic. <laughs> Just come home. You don't know what I'm And doing. I seen this grown man walking towards me. Now mm-hmm. People are like, oh, seeing a grown man walking towards you on a sidewalk. That's not uncommon. But here's the thing, though. Like I always tell people, when right. it comes to your spirit in the other world and the supernatural, yes, when you know this being is not from where you are, oh, you know when you're and seeing and something. You know when you're having oh, a vision. Yeah. It's well, a it's a different yeah. feeling. It's not like
1: it's not everybody that can pick up on that though. Yeah, Let's keep it real
0: because a lot of people will be like, "Oh, I just seen somebody." Exactly. And I seen this guy who looked just like me walking towards me, and like I said, it was like a tunnel vision type thing where I was like just fixated and drawn into like a trance. It scared me so bad, I ran into the house. And then I told my mom. I was like I seen a future version of myself. And I just knew it was me. I don't need uh outside confirmation. I knew it was me. Uh, wow. So I came in the house and I start telling my mom about the situation I saw. What would you think it is?
1: I don't know. I would probably say precognition where you seeing yourself in the future. I don't know. That's something that I feel that even mama would say.
0: So then a couple years go by a couple, well, not a couple years, like a decade later. When I'm walking down the street as an adult, you know when you have a deja vu moment
1: Um, yep been there
0: and I started having a deja vu moment and I was walking down the street that I saw my future self I seen a little boy who looked like me right that
1: is freaking scary on a
0: bike parked where and as I'm walking up the street I'm like that little boy looks just like me and you know sometimes you know people think all black people look alike you know Mm -hmm. but I'm like that little boy look like me he got a bike just like me and then you know what I put two and two together I'm living the future me now and I'm still seeing the younger me that's
1: probably what it is exactly that's probably what
0: that is I'm telling y'all that scared the fuck out of me I didn't
1: understand why you just wasn't riding your bike like you would every day when you would do your homework and go outside. I couldn't understand why I could think he want to ride that. But I never could understand. And my
0: mom knew something had to really like spook me. This isn't a kid just having an active imagination. This is Cause remember, something scared him. Because
1: I even remember mentioning to Marianne that you know one minute <clears throat> he's all about his bike and next thing you know Marianne he don't even want to go riding on it anymore. And I remember telling Triselle telling them too that that is weird.
0: Yes. Wow, and it's like so. Now looking at it from an adult perspective, it's crazy Mm -hmm. how when you're older, you can see the stuff that happened to you in your youth from a different, more wise perspective, and you can see the messages within it and the lessons that you have to learn.
1: That's true. That is God
0: is good. That's so true, child. So, Ma, it was nice having you on this episode. And oh, please. Oh, so you guys, the next time I decided I'll have my mom on, I'll have her on before October ends, and we're gonna be talking about when you and them lived in that haunted house. Now, see, I wasn't alive for that, so she mm-hmm. got to tell you that perspective from her own story. Oh, However, right. my mom, my granny, and my aunts—they all and my cousins—when they were little, this is—I was, was born in the nineties. This happened to them in late eighties.
1: Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed.
0: Um, they're going to tell you the perspective of what happened when they lived in a oh, haunted house, yeah. but they yeah. ended up moving into a house in the landlord's uh, wife, or was it the landlord who ended up was racist? The no, the wife sold the no, house. No, she
1: sold the house to <clears throat> Mama and. The husband who had died... In the house. In the house... That motherfucker was racist as hell. And she was selling the house because she had remarried and was going to Mexico.
0: So you already know he had an angry spirit.
1: Hell yeah, he didn't want no niggas up in his damn house. Well, damn, Ma.
0: But okay, so y'all, with that being said, next time will be the haunted house episode where my mom tells you how her and her siblings uh, lived in a haunted house oh, in the 80s. Was. Okay, I will see you guys next time. Be safe, have fun, and you already know, every day is a day off when you're dealing with a bitch like me. Chop out. Ma, what are you saying? <laughs> like, you would just be saying anything at this point. Bye, you guys.
1: Bye-bye.